Hi. Hey, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Good. How's your morning? It's it's honestly like really chill. Today's Ava's birthday. Aw. I know. She's still sleeping. So I, but we're taking her to breakfast this morning. So. Oh, sweet. Your guys' birthdays are close together. Yeah. They're seven days apart. Wow, you, Ava and Millie, all birthdays within like a 10-day period, I feel like. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot of action going on at the beginning of the year, huh? There sure is. Sister, get out of there. Come on, come on. Well, I I don't know how much I have to – I guess I can just give my point of view about this topic – but today we're going to chat a little bit about um, the use of AI, specifically chat GPT, in, yeah. in business, which I think is super interesting. I don't have a ton of experience with it, but Haley, I think you do. Oh my gosh. I'm I, so excited for this. I use it all of the time. Like, it makes so many things so much easier. And I know I'm not even using it to its full capacity. Um, I'm using it at a very elementary level, but it's so incredibly helpful. And I, I've helped, I've used it to help me create coaching documents. Like I have a ton of things that I have created in the past. And the cool thing about AI is you can put the information that I've already done and I can like drop it in there and I can say, Hey, create a social media content calendar, create a, um, put this into a table for me, um, or a graph or whatever. So it's really, really neat. But one of the things we did um, for, uh, on one of our coaching calls a few weeks ago, Sammy, my assistant was like, listen, I'm struggling coming up with hooks to like hook you in on social media, make you stop the scroll. That's something we talk a lot about inside of coaching. What is going to make somebody stop scrolling when you're creating content and to keep those things in mind? And part of that is a really captivating hook. And so she was like, I'm just really struggling. I'm like, well, did you put it into chat GPT? And she was like, no. And so I shared my entire screen on our call and I just put in captivating Instagram hooks for hair extension specialists who are trying, who are targeting, like you have to do some specific things like uh, thin hair or uh, curly hair or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you have to get a little bit descriptive. This is where ideal client becomes super important uh, for stuff like that. You can literally put in exactly what you're wanting. And it did it you just hear up- Sadie? She sounded like a horse. Sorry, I heard something, but it didn't. <laughs> I like couldn't tell what it was. I, like she's like literally half barn animal. I'm so sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> um, so it was like yeah, certainly. So it comes up with like five. And I was like, can you give me more? And it gave us like 50 hooks. And some of them were like 
cheesy, like stuff I would never personally use in my own brand. But (coughs) the interesting thing about AI is the more you use it and talk to it and the more information you can feed it, the more it gets to know you and can tailor things more specifically to your verbiage and who your ideal client is and, and that sort of thing. And then to like, just, we were kind of messing around with it. Cause Sammy, her jaw dropped. Like she was like, that is insane. And it, it did it in like less than 30 seconds. It dropped like 50 hooks, which is essentially your, your content. And then I was like, great. Now can you create Instagram captions for all of these hooks? And then bam, 50 captions out of nowhere. And again, and this is where, cause I've seen a ton of stylists using AI on their feeds and it can work great. I'm not a fan of just the copy and paste from AI directly into your caption and then not tailoring it to you at all. So I do think there needs to be some editing at least (laughs) unless you're so specific and you're so clear on your voice online, your branding online. I do think you need to go in and tailor the things it can do and say for you just to know that you are communicating really clearly to your ideal client. So it's amazing. Like it is so incredibly cool. So if I didn't know anything about, like, I honestly, I'm like, I'm good with some technology stuff, but like this, I'm not great with others. So chat GPT is the specific, um, like, I guess, software that you're using or system that you're using or whatever it's through google right um i think it's it's its own i don't actually know who it's from okay okay okay. so if you just got on your if you just typed in like chat gbt it would take you to that do you have to pay for it is it free um there are there's a free and a paid version i've only ever used the free but i think i created a chat gpt count account like within like a day or two of it initially launching. So I don't know if that's different now Um, where you might, I don't know if you have to immediately pay. I don't think you do, but you do create an account. I know there are things you can use it for. Like I have it integrated or I'm working on integrating it with my Google Sheets. Um, I use like Google Drive and stuff a ton inside of coaching. So um, I'm trying to integrate it with Google Sheets, but that is an extension that you do have to pay for. So I haven't taken that step. I wasn't sure how I felt about AI having my credit card. So, uh, <laughs> but it's like, is it, you know, I don't know how different it is. Isn't it funny too? <coughs> Excuse me, how Apple, this is my opinion, Apple's like really nailed down, like, no one else, I'm not going to use, I'm not going to not use an iPhone. Right. I'm not going to not use a MacBook, like right. as my laptop. Like I'm just, you can go fuck off. I'm not using anything else. Same. But Google Calendar, Google Fire, or um, um, yeah, like Google Sheets, Google, like I have all my files stored in Google. Like I just don't know why, it, it, why one person can't get it together. But I agree. That's just a side note. It's funny that you said that, though. I was like, yeah, Google's my calendar. It's basically my everything, but I'm not, I'm never going to use an Android. No, ever. I was just complaining, though, to my sister. I don't – do you have an iCloud account? An iPod? 
an iCloud. Like, oh, 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 that's an iPod. I was like, maybe like 20 years ago. Um, I don't even know. I don't really even know the function. I'm sure I do because of my MacBook. Yeah. But it's not like updated and it probably is way past like needing more storage. So I have an iCloud email and I've used it for years, but I think yeah, I've been doing it in like the very elementary ways you use an email because I hate this email when since we've been doing stuff for sfg our drink and like we're on these email threads that end up with like a thousand emails in them you know what i mean i the sorting system and how they categorize it is complete trash like i was bitching to my sister she's like yeah that's why i use outlook like icloud it's not efficient whatsoever so i have to figure something else out with that but i know that's like a complete little sidebar (laughs) horrible You're fine. I have an Outlook and a Gmail. I use my Gmail the most just because that's what I got comfortable with. And because, um, like, I have a whole calendar system through Gmail that I use with, like, even my kids and stuff, like, with their iPhones. And I just have them put, like, Google Calendar on their phone. So Gmail's easiest. But Outlook's not bad. I know when I was in college that, like, that's what we always use through, like, every university system. Yeah. And it always worked like great with different um programs that they use so yeah i i don't know why apple can't get it together with certain things but it's nice too that like ai is expanding in like chat gpt which is so terrible to say like they could they have made it i feel like i'm like super califragilistic expialidocious every time i want to say chat gpt like i have to like slow down to say it oh that's funny yeah i know i don't know why it like it uh it trips me up because I don't know. GPT, I think is the hard part. But anyways, I think what's nice about that, this type of technology that's coming about is it works across like everything. I don't think, I don't know why I thought it was, it was um, maybe owned by Google. But honestly might be, and I just have no idea. No, but I mean, it is a separate function. It's not like you have to go, like, I could get on my Safari browser and get to it. You know, it's not like you have to get right. to it through Google. <laughs> Excuse me. But it's just so interesting how, like, Haley, when we were talking about this in a group chat, like, a week ago, there was, there's like, eight of us in the chat. And we all are business owners or hair extension specialists. And I think, like, half of us were like, oh, my gosh, we have no idea about, like, the use of chat GPT in our business and the other half were like, I've been using it. And it's funny because like, in my mind, I was like, this is something maybe that'll be useful. And like the next six to nine months when they like get it together and it's like, no bitch, it's already together. Like (laughs) I just didn't know. Yeah. It's for sure (laughs) together. And it is, it really is great. Like there's a ton of controversy surrounding AI, especially in like the picture and video worlds. Like I know um, you can, I mean, you can essentially make a human like out of AI. And I know there are AI influencers now and companies are legitimately paying these AI influencers to market their brands because they look They look real. And that is the part that people are super concerned about. And then they're, you know, worried that jobs can, these are going to take over jobs. And I mean, could the potential be there? Absolutely. But also as a small business owner, 
it can save you hours and hours and hours of time. It's, it's insane the amount of time it can actually save you. Um, I think that's such a healthy way to look at it too, because even last episode when we were talking about scarcity and abundance mindset, I mean, you can apply that to anything. Like I, I think people can, they can get so scared about the use of something new. Let's use chat GBT as an example that they just, they don't like even, they don't find interest in it. Or maybe they're like, that's just not for me because of, you know, this uh, AI is going to take over anyways. And like, it's going to make it impossible. It's like, that's a mindset thing. You know what I mean? It's like, totally. okay, if that does happen, what are you going to do? You know what I mean? But okay. it's like, but you that doesn't have to be your focus either. You can, like you were saying, use just <laughs> what you do have, which is a better mindset to be like, well, how can I use this to my advantage? Because I still have a business right now. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And <clears throat> so my favorite way to use it, and there are, if you like are on TikTok and you start searching chat GPT, you can find a bunch of like, quote unquote, gurus and wizards that will tell you, you know, how to best prompt it. I always just start with asking it a question. Like, I'll just say, hey, can you create a an email saying this, 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 and this geared specifically towards this, 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 and this. Like, okay, for example, with our drink. So I, we were supposed to email our co-packers and co-packers are people who basically take your, all of your formula for your drink and they put it into the can. But I was like, yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't know what to say to these people. So (laughs) I asked chat GPT, I said, can you write an email for a co-packer to um, see if they would be interested in working with us on our drink. And then I gave them a brief story about how our drink originated, what our drink, you know, what it entails. It's a rum-based cocktail, blah, 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 blah. Hold on. So you're pitching to the the co-packers? Did they have to? Yeah. So I had, we had to like basically ask like, you know, what, what does it look like to work with you? And then we basically okay. interview them to see if, if we want to work with them. They, gotcha, everybody gotcha. wants your business. Right. Um, but it's like, you're you filling know, them out. Yes. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. yeah. Filling them out, talking with everyone. So, <coughs> um, so this thing, Hannah spits out a perfectly worded email and I'm not joking, seven seconds. And I emailed it over to my sister and I was like, what do you think of this? I was like, I just used chat GPT for this. And it's literally probably saved me two hours because I would have gone like delete. Okay. Type this delete type this, you know what I mean? And it was perfect. I had to change a few things to again, make it sound more like us. I'm, I care a lot about how I sound in my Instagram captions, about how I sound in an email. I want it to sound like me. And so those are things that I'm just hyper aware of. So I just went in and made a few tweaks and it, it was perfect. So I always just start by asking it a question. Can you help me do X, Y, Z? And then it'll be like, yeah, certainly. And then you just provide as many details as you possibly can. And then it will craft an email for you. But the other thing that's really cool is it can 
like take on inflection. So like if, if really, you, yeah. So if you're like, uh, I'm just going to use this example because everybody will get it. If you were like, can you write an email to my clients saying that I'll be making a schedule change in the fall? And can you make it sound like I'm Donald Trump? Like, <laughs> oh my God, stop. I swear to you, it will, it, it will do that. Or like any, like if there's an author that you like, like I know one of my coaching girls, we used it to um, help us do her about me for her website. And so she really likes the author Brene Brown. So she was like, can you add, let's do it with like Brene, sounding like Brene Brown. Cause that's like the kind of language I use. And sure that's enough. Cool. Yeah. So it's really, really cool just the different ways, the different tones and voices you can pick up on. So if there is somebody that you want to sound like, or if you're like, can you create a marketing email for a luxurious extension clientele? It'll use all these like fancy luxury words and it's wild. It's really crazy. And it literally will save you. I'm not joking hours. Like there is no excuse with AI for (laughs) anybody struggling to write an email for anyone struggling with what to post on social media. Like there's absolutely no excuse. I was surprised at how not cheesy it sounded. And our in the, our group chat, like I was exposed to all this through our girlfriend, Shana Campbell, who does extensions up in New York. Do you think Shana would care if we like read her prompt? Because it was like fascinating. No, I don't think she would care. Okay. So, <clears throat> sorry, I'm going to pull it up really quick because I feel like it was so interesting to me to see how, like I said, like how normal and realistic it was, like as AI. Yeah. Um, oh, let's see. Was it in our group chat? Yeah. Give me just one second. Um, because she, she had what she had, what she was firing a client. Was that what it was or letting or changing something and it wasn't going to work with that client's schedule? Maybe. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I can't find it now. Um, why can't I find it? Was it in? Oh, no, it was in our small group chat with me, you, Kristen, and Jaina. Anyways, now we're just exposing all the little mini micro chats we have, which I <laughs> literally don't care about. <laughs> Haley and I have, like, a big group chat with Hair Girls, and then we have, like, a mini one. Um, so Shayna was just – she was pretty much asking if any of us had used ChatGPT. I was, like, I'm just here to learn, ladies. And then our girlfriend, Kristen, and Haley both have experience with it, and – so Shana said, write me a text response to a hair extension client that no longer is a good fit in a professional way. That's literally all it said. And chat GPC, chat GPT said, of course. I didn't know how like cute chat GPT was either. Just like. Yeah, you can just chit chat with it. Yeah, girl. I thought this was just business only. It said, of course. Um. Hi, I hope you're, this is like, this blew my mind off. So this is what ChatGPT said. Hi, 
I hope you're well. After careful consideration, I've decided to streamline the focus of my styling services. It has been a pleasure working with you on your hair extensions, but I believe it may be in both our best interest to find a, for you to find a stylist whose expertise aligns more closely with your specific needs. I truly want you to receive the best care and results possible. If you need any recommendations, please don't hesitate to ask. Thank you for trusting me with your hair needs thus far, and I wish you all the best. Like, what the fuck? I know. How is ChatGPT, like, the most professional with the best boundaries and also the kindest? (laughs) That, like, blew my mind. Yeah. Because, yeah, that would take an hour. Well, and then, and then you'd be second guessing yourself and you would be like, is this right? Should I retype it? Or what if, you know, that like one little line, maybe I shouldn't say that. Or, you know, especially I feel like for stylists who struggle with any sort of hard conversation or conflict or, you know, anything like that, this, I feel like is that tough best friend that you, you know, like you'd be like, Hey, tell me what to say right here. And then they have something typed up and you're like, yeah, yeah. You know, like that yes. can be that GPT for your business basically. Well, and that's, I think the nice thing about it too, is like that response as a stylist who owns your own business, who is forced to have hard conversations, you know, some people get better at it and it um, becomes less emotionally taxing. Some people never ever become less emotionally taxed by those conversations it's just who they are they're either an empath or you know they're just a feelings person yeah and so I think that's a great tool too to like because it's not your own personal words it's almost like there's a level of detachment behind it that that you didn't even have to get into your emotions to feel that response and it's perfect yeah it's so so cool like that's where I was just like what the fuck is happening so quick? It's crazy. It's crazy. And it's, it really is such a cool, (laughs) like there's really nothing you can't, you can't do on it. I I didn't know you could do like a voice. Like it Mm -hmm. was like Trump, he'd be like, hair extensions, I'm the best. But (laughs) like, it just would, I like can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait to just like play with it. it. It's like, You can have fun with it, too. Like, I didn't know it was – I didn't, I guess, realize how casual it was. Yeah. It's Um, so casual. Yeah. I think, too, depending on – I mean, I don't watch any news sources. I don't watch any – like, I'm just not a politically, like, driven person, truly. So I think that's where a lot of – depending on, like, a a news source or, like – where you're getting even your Instagram information from, I think technology in the future will become like either demonized or praised. So I think that's something to watch out for too. It's like, you know, I may have not known how fun or useful or just like interesting this like chat GPT was unless I had good connections and friends that were like, yeah, just use it for this. Like you guys. So it's kind of like you have to watch where you're getting your information and opinions from and don't be so intimidated by things that that it stops you from using it because it's like also AI is not made for like only like Gen Xers. It's like AI in every form is created for the most people to want to use it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a tool. It's there, right? It's like 
it's another method, another thing in your toolbox, right? It's like one thing to make your life so much easier. So I just, I think it's, you just have to learn how to, how to use it and how to utilize it. Um, this is something though, like if you are not clear and I, I know I keep saying it, but I think this is so important. If you don't know your, your own brand and if you have not confidently found your on Instagram or, or on social media in general, and you just are regurgitating what ChatGPT says, you are going to just sound like a robotic computer. And which it, yes, will it, will it work getting you clients? Absolutely. But you still could potentially be missing the mark with working with clients that you absolutely love and that are a solid hell yes for you. So that is where I really try to emphasize to my girls, like utilize it, but you also need to be making sure you know how to write your own copy because you want it to sound like you. What's the point in doing all this work in raising prices and in, you know, fine tuning your social media if you're still going to be attracting clients that you don't like, clients that are still just not quite a hell yes, like that we're missing the entire point. And I, I don't want anybody to do that. So um, it's worth sitting down and, and really considering, you know, and I know like you might be like, I'm not a writer. Great. Neither was I like, you have to sit down and kind of figure out, just start writing, tell a story, tell a story about your clients, tell a story about your experience. You Are you there, babe? <clears throat> I lost oh, you. Can you Sorry, I had a call come in. Yeah. Um, so you just become, you can become a writer and finding your own voice, but you just, it's a practice, right? It's, it's like a muscle. Same thing as content creation, right? You're not going to get good at making reels if you never make a reel. You're not going to find your voice if you never speak on Instagram or you never write a caption yourself. So I do think that's one really important thing. It can still help you get clients, but our goal, at least my goal in helping the girls I work with is I want you to have a hell yes business that you love full of clients that you're obsessed with. And if we're missing the mark somewhere, it can be your social media content. It can be your messaging. And if you're copy and pasting from AI, that may be the experience you have. You know what I mean? So just tweak it a little bit. Yeah, I think that's a good challenge too to get to know yourself and your business better if you haven't already. You know, if you have already done the work of figuring out who your ideal client is, but maybe you're just still really fit, like nailing down what type of stylist you are, I think going in and editing those types of um, like captions from chat GPT is a good way to like actually find your voice. I agree. You know, cause sometimes yeah. I, I think we can look outside of ourselves and nail things down really well, but then looking into ourselves and figuring out who we are is often like the last piece of the puzzle, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a good way to put your little like twist on it. Yeah. And I also think it's interesting how, you know, as this develops, 
we will all, it's so cool how, how our brains and our ability to use all of our senses will grow and become more sensitive to what is AI and what is an actual human being. Like we will get better and clients will get better (laughs) at seeing, at sniffing stuff out. You know what I mean? Right. And so that's a good challenge to be like, okay, well, like it's, it's not going to be for sure. It's not going to be as useful if you don't go in and make it yours captions or, you know, even email responses or whatever, but it can be the most useful if you take the suggestion and go in and put your voice on it. It's so interesting. And it is, like you said, it's a great way to start finding your voice, right? It's giving you a prompt and it's just saying, okay, like now how would you say this if you were speaking in a conversation with somebody? And that's, that's kind of the lens and the filter you can look through it, you know, or look at it through. Um, Yeah. It's like in school when they're like, tell me about, you know, your favorite day as a 10 year old child or whatever. It's like, everybody's going to have a different response and story. That's why we love people. That's why we're interested in people. But you know, the topic or the prompt is all the same. And sometimes the hardest part of anything is knowing where to even start, you know? Yep. Yep. And that's where, one of the things I hammer home really hard is the consistency. The consistency is the thing on social media. The consistency on social media is the thing that matters the absolute most. It, Yes, it does matter what your captions say. Yes, it matters what the content is. But first and foremost, you have to have that consistency down before your content is going to matter. One, for that, for your own habit and to get into this, I'm marketing my business. It's not just like, oh, here, I'm just messing around on social media. Like, no, I'm bringing my product to market and I have to put this in front of people's faces because nobody else is going to do it for me. And I have to be willing to share over and over and over what I do and how I help people. Right. So that becomes first and foremost. So if that's you, if you're that stylist and right now it's just challenging enough to make a post every day great start there I don't like copy and paste those chat GPT captions if that's what it takes but once you start getting in that habit once it doesn't feel so overwhelming to create a post that's when you can go in and start changing your verbiage changing your language and finding your voice right so it's like the consistency is number one and then number two is going in and fine-tuning letting people see your personality see who you are fine, use your chat GPT prompts, but let them get to know you because that outside of the hair you do, giving your audience a glimpse into what you think is funny or your personality, the things, your little quirks, that is what attracts people to you. That is what attracts clients who like you to you. And I don't know about you, but those are the kind of people I want to sit in my chair. Absolutely, too. And I will, um, from personal experience, I will say, too, (coughs) sorry, my allergies just got really bad yesterday. I will say there's definitely been a huge shift in some type of Instagram algorithm. I would say, I would say just from observation and not knowing any of the data about it. 
the last six months, but specifically like probably in the last two months because, and I'm not worried about this. I'm just really, I'm observing at this point in my business. I'm observing like, I'm not actively trying to add a ton of clients. I'm still getting new clients just through referrals and things like that. But I have noticed because I'm not active on Instagram that I'm shadow banned quite frequently, mm-hmm. which like, it sounds like I'm like, Insta- or, uh, yeah, Instagram's like, they hate me. They're coming to get me. It's just a thing. It's just an algorithm. It's not personal. But what they've done is I'm not active at all. I'm not really creating or consuming. And so I have clients all the time when they sit in my chair, I'm like, type in my name on your Instagram and they follow me. And I will, they'll type in my whole Instagram handle, Hannah the Burnett, and I will be like the ninth or 10th yep. down. So normally you would be able to type in just maybe H-A-N, like Han. And if you're following me, like my name will come up and it would, so Instagram's devaluing accounts, which is a business, you know, like, of course they're going to, they're not going to promote me if I'm not using them, if I'm not promoting them basically. Yeah. So they're, you know, quote unquote, punishing my account by making it harder for me to search or making it almost, they're trying to hide me, which is, it's fine. It's a business. That's what it's doing. But I, Haley, to your point too, it's like, if you're not actively every day playing the game with Instagram, they're not going to put you in on the field. No, they will literally send you to the dugout so quick and you, you know, your name on the roster becomes nothing. So that's, and it's not like a threat or like a warning or anything, but it is something to keep in mind. You know, if you are wondering like what's going on here, like why, why do I have more followers than other people, but I'm not growing or whatever. It's because like, you're not active truly. I think that's the answer. I think that was such a great point to make and a great analogy for this. It's like, why would we expect them to pump your content content out in front of anyone when you're not utilizing the platform in the way they want you to, right? Like they have no, there's no incentive there. If you're going to post once a week, once a month, I, what are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like, and they don't owe you, <clears throat> they don't owe you anything. No, we have to remember this is the best, most amazing thing that's ever happened to hairstylists is having a free universal insanely utilized platform for us to do anything we want with our business. Yeah. And if you choose not to use it, you can't be mad or talk shit or be sourpuss about the platform because you're not playing the game with it. Right. So it's, it's one of those things where now more than ever, I mean, even five years ago, yeah, it was shitty. You know, if I was shadow banned, but like, I was more in my feels about it. And now it's like, well, it makes sense. There's too much that Instagram, you know, as a company, there's too much the algorithm has to like sort through. And like, they're just going to promote who's, who's a user and who's not. Yeah. And, and with robots and things too, it's like with all the like bot accounts, I'm sure they try to like have some sort of technology that susses that out and tries to get rid of like troll accounts, you know? Yep. And those oftentimes don't have any posts or maybe, you know, low postings. So it's like, it all makes sense. But um, yeah, I wanted to 
reiterate your suggestion to like literally post every day. Yeah, it it really does make a world of difference. And it's wild. The stylists that I work with, I get to watch them, right? And we we collect that data from them on their check-ins. Like, are you posting consistently? Are you posting every day? And we get to go back and track and they're like, well, no, no. But then it's interesting as they start posting every day, they're like, oh, this is crazy. Like they're seeing a difference in the number of people who are making comments in their chair about, oh, hey, I saw you shared this on Instagram. And my favorite thing to tell to tell them is, to me, I know I'm on the right track when I'm getting comments about what I'm doing online in real life. When people are are making comments about my strategy or the things I'm sharing to me in person. They may not be liking it. They may not be commenting on it, but they are paying attention to it. And it's just, it's really interesting kind of how that works. And then the, what they see coming from it, right? Like their engagement goes up, their views usually start going up, their following goes up. And then through all of that, it's like, oh, hey, I ended up getting five or six leads this month. But you have to have that relentless willingness to post every day. It has to be the strategy. <laughs> Would you, so going forward to kind of wrap this up, if so, if after I listen to this, I'm like, hell yes, I am going to try chat GBT. Do you think it is a good strategy to, to batch content using chat GBT? Like, would you take, would you ask for a couple different captions or maybe um, suggestions and then plan out content? Like, like was formerly suggested, you know, years and years ago when people were talking about content planning or, would you maybe just sprinkle in like some chat GPT, um, you know, suggestions or having it help you like here and there? Like how often do you think? I think it depends on the stylist. I think okay. if you are somebody who already has a pretty good handle on your social media, you're posting pretty consistently. I think on those days where you're like, oh, I don't know what to write in my caption. I don't know what to share. That's where you can jump in and say, hey, can you create an Instagram post, blah, 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 blah. And like just sprinkle them in here and there. Um, Use it to increase what you're already doing basically. If you are somebody who is not using social media at all, you're basically non-existent, I would start and have ChatGPT create a 60 to 90-day calendar for you. And I would – the interesting thing is, right, and I learned this through the social media challenge that I did, you can give, you can spoon feed the content. You can tell them exactly what to do. It doesn't mean they're going to do it because chat GPT isn't going to post it for you. You still have right. to make the reel. You still have to copy and paste the caption and you still have to press upload. And if you don't, it's not going to get done. So it's like hiring a trainer at the gym, kind of like you use it mm-hmm. to, to really like get you started, give you a basis and a foundation. And then, you know, once you're further down the line and you're in a rhythm of it, like, like with working out, you know, at some point you don't really need, uh, you know, somebody to tell you exactly how to manipulate your body because you get to know yourself a little bit better. Totally. So 
I think if you're that stylist, if you're the one that is doing nothing, I would have them create a calendar. But then whatever you have to do to remember, I am making a post today no matter what. They'll give you the idea or in, even if you just use that as inspiration, like, oh, this was the idea, but then maybe I can do this instead, right? Like whatever you have to do in order to get it done. So I, I think an, when you initially see a 90-day calendar, it might be a little bit overwhelming, but start with seven days, start with two weeks, start with whatever is going to be bite size for you. But that's where I think your own self-awareness is really important. I'm not really a batcher personally. I make my content on the fly for the most part. So, um, but I know people who batch and that works easiest and the best for them. So I think that's where knowing yourself and what is actually going to make you get the work done. That's the important thing. Well, this was super interesting and thank you for sharing your knowledge about it. I think sometimes people, um, they just don't know what they don't know. And they don't like, I, I was, I had no idea you guys were even using this and it was so fascinating and a lot easier than I realized it would be. So it's so easy. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be curious and feel free to DM us and share your experience with AI or if you've used it, what your experience has been, because I could talk about this kind of stuff all day long. I think it's so fascinating, like you said. I love it. Well, I love you. And yeah, let us know if you guys use this at all, because I'm super fucking interested in it now, for real. Like, I can't wait. Hannah's going to like be chat GPTing all of her text messages. And I know I literally show up with like a chat GPT sweatshirt one day. Hey guys, (laughs) I bought, I buy the merch. (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait to see your merch. Oh gosh. All right. Well, I love you and I love you guys and we'll talk to you next time. Yeah. Love you. Bye. Bye.